For the second time today, <laughs> not officially, we started recording. We got a few minutes in and realized, oh, the record button didn't actually yeah. stick. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so special day today. Today's draft day. Yep, Sonny Weaver Jr. I'm gonna do what's best for the team. Yeah, make sure I get that in there. Yeah. All right, but we're gonna jump right into it since we've already done it once. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about the draft. We're gonna walk through a one through thirty-two uh, mock draft. I've got my draft, which is me just going straight through, no trades, and I'm going to compare my picks to Nate's, and we're going to talk about them uh, briefly. Some will fly through, others we won't, and you'll kind of see some of the thought difference. But then Nate actually did some trades in his, so he's going to have a little bit more of a complex draft than I. I've got the simple man's draft. Um. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. So we're going to start at number one, which we've talked about this at length now, but uh, before we recorded, but I've got Jacksonville taking Aiden Hutchinson, number one overall. And we had a conversation about this because there's a lot of talk out there right now that that's not what they're going to do. But my explanation on this is but that's not what they're going to do. Right. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Nate. Uh, my, my thought on this is, well, first of all, if it was me, I would take Aiden Hutchinson, you know, so that's what I would do. Uh, but I think Jacksonville will take Aiden Hutchinson because it's the safest choice. He is going to be an impact player at that position right away. And, you know, he's got the traits. He's also got the experience and the skill. And we saw him do a lot of great things in college. This is the safe pick. This is you're not drafting somebody necessarily based on how high you think their ceiling is based off their physical traits but you have a lot more data going into it to say, this is, this is the guy for us, right? You're not taking a, as big of a chance by taking Aiden Hutchinson and Jacksonville needs to be safe. Jacksonville has fans showing up to their games dressed as clowns, right? And why wouldn't you? Well, the organization's a joke, right? It's a, it's a joke. So we saw it with their coach hiring. You and I talked about that before the coach hiring, you know, I wanted them to go get, um, the former quarterback, uh, Byron Leftwich. Byron Leftwich. Which they were doing. They were trying to, but then he didn't necessarily yeah. get along with the GM. It didn't work yeah. out, and they they didn't want to make waves to bring him in. So again, you see the ownership team trying to trying to, you know, save face. They they end up hiring Doug Peterson, safe choice. Um, they looked at getting more oversight for their GM. And so now here we are going into this pick, and they like, look, we don't need the heat. We don't need the smoke. Take the right guy. Take the best guy off the board, and, and let's not do this thing where we, we say, hey, well, this guy is really strong and had a great and tested off the charts, even though he doesn't have a lot of production in, in college. Fair enough? Uh, fair enough, but um, again, neither of us are Jacksonville. No, Shad Khan. Or- I feel pretty close that I could be. <laughs> I'm just gonna start calling you Jacksonville now. Um, <laughs> Jacks for short. I'm not Phil. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I got them going a, a different route. Um, this pick really is about, I guess, upside. Um, I, I think it's down just to two, um, you know, Iki Iquanu 
and um, Trayvon Walker. Um, and I think that really, you know, Trayvon Walker, like that is either a lot of smoke right now or there's truth to that smoke. You know, maybe there's a fire there. That's That makes sense. Um, and would I do that? Probably not. You know, like I'm in the same boat as you. Like Aiden Hutchinson is really good. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't think that he's the best player in the draft, but um, I think he's up there in that conversation, that top three to five, that kind of thing. So, yeah. But, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong here, but I feel like picking Trayvon Walker here is like saying we're smarter than you. Yeah. And, and, and Trent Balky doesn't care. No, what, well, you, you know, like you kind of have to not care. Uh, yeah, um, that that's the thing is, is like oh, I'm just going to do it my way, and that's how the organization's kind of been ran. Yeah, you know, I, I think the last quarterback that they had that was somewhat decent was David Garrard. That's been a while. Yeah, yeah, and I mean they've just been in this. This dumpster fire. Um, yeah. So anyhow. Um, oh, never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, going on to pick number two, uh, That this is where I have Aiden Hutchinson. Like, wait, 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 wait. Did you just disrespect Blake Bortles? <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're saying you have Aiden Hutchinson going number two to Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> I love the delay of that. <laughs> if if you could only see, oh man, I did disrespect uh, Blaine Gabbert there too. But anyhow, yeah, um, <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, <laughs> now I can't concentrate. In Hutchinson, um, you know, Detroit native, well, Detroit area, you know, all that kind of stuff is yeah. it, that that's an easy pick, um. Enough said on that. Yeah. And so since I already have Hutchinson off the board, I'm actually going Kayvon Thibodeau here. I think um, I think if teams aren't picking him, they're overthinking it. I think he's uh, an impact player that that makes a difference. And your scheme's got to be right for him. But I, I have Detroit taking him at number two. And then we jump down to number three where I've got Houston taking Trayvon Walker. Um, and we, you know, I hit edge, edge, edge right here at the top of this draft. But I think pass rush is one of the most important things that you can have in your on your team. Texans traded all of those guys. Um, you know, so uh, Lovey Smith is a defensive coordinator. So they're going to take the the next guy down, basically, which I don't even know that Trayvon Walker is number three. He could probably he would probably be number four for me in reality. But with all the smoke about him going number one, I kind of have him up there, up there high. So I, I had uh, Houston taking him at number three. All right. Um, I have uh, Iki Iquanu, um going at number three. I do think that he's the best offensive line uh, product, probably the best run blocker, you know, in in, in the draft, that kind of thing. Uh, and he's pretty competent pass wise but I, I don't think that there was a lot asked of him pass wise you know for pass protection but um slam dunk you know with Larry Tunsil like in two years I, I think he's going to be what 30 so sure. you know it, it, it's one of those things like 
I, th- I feel like you can get an offensive lineman though up to 34 or 35 before you really have to like, if, yeah. especially if they're special. I think Tunsil's special. Uh, not two first round draft choices special. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll agree to disagree on that one. And, and so I think that's the reason why Tunsil hasn't really moved or anything like that. Uh, and he, he has that NTF now going. So yeah, yeah that's cool. I, I like that. He's doing that. All right, so you have Houston taking Iki Iquanu, uh, which I have Iki Iquanu going number four to the New York Jets. I know you and I see this very differently, but yeah. um, you know because he's there, the Jets, from what I've heard, are in love with him. Um, I think you can also move him interior if you needed to, but you know, like he's one of the best players on the board at this point. So, so I have the Jets taking him there at number four. Number four, I've got my top guy in the draft. Um, somebody who actually Tim likes very, very much. I do as well. Um, that that I really was just really, whenever I got into a little bit of the tape and everything like that uh, in what August, July, I was like, huh, okay, you know, I get yeah. it. Um, and then it just got better and better and better and. Uh, that is Ahmad Sauce Garner. Um, doesn't matter what scheme, although he fits very, very well in that scheme uh, in New York uh, Jets. Um, sure. Yeah. I mean, it's to me, it's a slam dunk. I agree. I think that would still be a really great pick there at number four. And you and I have talked about this, and we'll touch on it a little bit later as we get some comparisons going later. But we th- this is the best guy in the draft. I think, like, yeah. he – He's the best. He's the the best player. Yeah, you know, maybe not the best value at the position or or what have you, but like this this is your guy. Yeah, I, it's yeah. Okay, so we're gonna jump down to number five with the New York Giants. I have the Giants taking Evan Neal here, which I don't like this pick anymore after I heard you explain your pick. <laughs> um, so I'm just gonna let you say who you picked and why. Um, so. I'm going uh, on this. There's a lot of smoke or fire or whatever you want to call it. Um, with Evan Neal's um, medicals, question mark, question mark, question mark. Who knows? Um, I, I've got them going Charles Cross for the New York Giants because um, they'll just they'll, they'll keep, keep them on the right side. They don't have to move Andrew Thomas, which they don't want to move, uh, at least again. That's the noise. Yeah. Um, and you're you're protecting Daniel Jones so that you can kind of finally evaluate him. Yeah. And Charles Cross is a fantastic tackle. And even if you grade Neil higher than Cross, if you look at it from a Giants perspective, you've already got a left tackle. You need a right tackle. If you take another left tackle, you've got to move one of them to the right. Not saying they couldn't do it, but there's more work involved. Yeah. You know, so I really like the idea of them taking Cross there at number five. Uh, but I have them taking Evan Neal. You have the Giants taking um, Charles Cross. I almost called him Chris Cross because it makes me jump. And then we're going to jump down to number six. <laughs> Don't shake your head at me. Oh, no, I'm going to. <laughs> so number six is where you and I kind of really diverge here because this is where I think you start making trades. Yeah, um, I'm still sticking with, ugh, golly, it's, it, it, this is really hard. And I will f- fully admit I don't think I'm going to be correct on this, but I, I got to, I got to throw the dart and and hopefully it hits the target. If yeah. not, 
Yeah, well, I think you'll be able to make a case for it. There's a lot of things. We can make cases for a lot of things here. But So I have I have Carolina taking Kenny Pickett at quarterback. I think he's got the ties to Matt Rule. Um, he's pro-ready or as pro-ready as any quarterback in this draft, if not more so. Uh, we had a conversation about the you know possibly Desmond Ritter being pro-ready, which I agree with that. I like Desmond Ritter a lot. I have since last year. Uh, but I think it's Kenny Pickett because I think – I think Carolina thinks they have to take a quarterback if they're picking here. So they're taking the guy that they're comfortable with and they're taking Kenny, Kenny Pickett. I couldn't stand another Daniel Jones at number six. Thing. <laughs> um, so I, I like just, Danny Dimes. Come on. Uh, well, I mean, I just, man. Um, so I have them cause they really like you, you look at it and they don't pick again. Uh, Carolina, that is, doesn't pick again until the fourth round. You know, and wow. so that's I'm, I'm like, man, they've got to move back. They need to. Um, and Pickett is just not. Yeah. Well, you have no picks um, to put anything else around them. Yeah. They don't need to go defense. They need to go offense. Um, but I have them trading down. Um, and the Texans moving up um, from, from so, 13. So the Texans were at 13. They'll move to number six, and the mm-hmm. Panthers will move down to 13? Uh, correct. And that way the Panthers, they get at least a fourth-round choice. Uh, I have them maybe going a fourth um, this year, fifth next year, something like that, you know, like some kind of combination of that. Not much compensation, but enough. So they're going to kind of get a little bit more fleeced, but they're going to um, – they're gonna pick up something, or was it a third round? It was. It was either a third or a fourth, or I, I had them kind of doing that. They need, they need a third round pick, or at least a second fourth, um, out of this trade. Yeah. Um, that kind of thing, and uh, that gives them that flexibility, and they go Derek Stingley Jr. So the Texans taking Derek Stingley Jr. at number six, and with Sauce Gardner, you had Sauce Gardner going at number four. And, you know, a lot of people, there are people out there that would say that Stingley's the best corner in this draft. Um, you and I talked a little bit about this. We disagree. And, but we're not saying that Stingley's bad. Stingley's got a lot of upside. He's very athletic. He's an athletic freak, you know, so he's a very good corner. But I think, you know, when you look at what, um, what Sauce Gardner is already doing, yeah, is what you hope Stingley will do. He's, he's more athletic than Sauce Gardner. Um, but he has a tendency to get beat here and there, you know, and that just yeah. and Sauce just doesn't get beat. Yeah. Um, yeah, and also Sauce stays on the field. Yeah. Well, your so. best ability is availability, right? Ooh. 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 Catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do what's best for the team. <laughs> All right. All right. So I have Carolina taking Kenny Pickett. You have them trading back and the Texans taking Derek Stingley Jr. So now we get to the New York Giants at number seven. And I have them taking my number three edge rusher, Jermaine Johnson, out of Florida State here. Um, I'd love the pick. Congratulations. Thank you. But what did, but what did you do? <laughs> um, I actually have them staying here. I've. Uh, this is another pick that I just don't know stays at seven, but... Kayvon Thibodeau is still there um, it, on my board. It, yes. So they need edge help. Uh, Aziz Ojolari, 
Um, yeah, I, yeah, I said that out. Um, he's pretty good. He had a decent, uh, but they, they need help. I'm um, a fan. So Kayvon Thibodeau gives them that, um, and um, i, I got to stick with that. All right, makes sense. So now I'm moving down to number eight. We've got the Atlanta Falcons, and this will be – so this will be my fifth – edge rusher in the first eight picks as I'm taking George Karloftis here for Atlanta. I like it. You know, I, I, I like the Greek freak. Yeah. You know, um, I, I think he's got a really good story, but, um, I'm, just, I'm putting a lot of premium on edge rushers here. Uh, yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Nate. <laughs> Pin drop. Um, uh, I have uh, the Falcons, and I, I keep on going back and forth between do they go edge or do they go like quarter? Uh, I mean, not quarterback, but um, wide receiver, yeah, uh, or corner even. Um, but I, Jermaine Johnson's there. I mean, he left Georgia to go to Florida State. <laughs> so welcome back to Georgia. <laughs> Um, but, uh, uh, basically like, I mean, he's, he's, he's solid, um, run game, pass game. I, I think he's a really, really good motor prospect. Yeah. All right. So I have Karloftis going to the Falcons at eight. You have Jermaine Johnson going to the Atlanta Falcons at eight. Then we've got the Seattle Seahawks at nine. This is where I have Charles Cross coming off the board. Get some uh, tackle help to protect your quarterback who, uh, tentatively looks like it's going to be Drew Locke at this stage. Um, so I hope, but uh, you know, that again, bias, fanboyism. Yeah. Well, I think it's the impression that I get from Seattle. I, I don't think Seattle spends a first round pick on in this draft. Nope. Now, could they take a flyer later in the draft and say, Hey, you know what? That kid out of Western Kentucky looks pretty darn good. Or maybe, uh, or maybe Skylar Thompson out of, uh, you know, Kansas State. And Missouri look, zone. Yeah, Missouri zone. You know, maybe maybe they look at something like that and yeah. say, hey, we're going we're gonna to give a guy a shot. Maybe it's, you know, somebody down the line. Maybe it's that kid out of Brown. Um, yeah, I, I forgot. EJ Perry. Yeah. You know, so, like, maybe it's somebody like that. You know, in the later in the later round, somewhere in between the third and the seventh round, they, they take somebody. But they're not taking a top-tier quarterback in this draft because the top tier quarterback in this draft is not the future of your organization necessarily. Oh man. Um, well, okay. Let's, let me put it this way. It doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like the percentage is great that these guys are going to be great. Like these are the, this, this feels like a class of case Keenums to me. Wow, um, I, I'm not trying to be mean. I think Case Keenum is a is a very um, capable quarterback. You you've got a lot of better look at him than I do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's still playing. Yeah, he is. I liked him at Houston. Yeah, but that's it. Um, <laughs> anyway, I have Seattle taking Charles Cross there. So, what do you have Seattle doing at nine? Um, so for me, like I feel like this is. A John Schneider thing would be to to move back, and it makes sense. I, I I keep keep on sitting there and thinking. I'm like, well, you know, they could just acquire something for next year. Not even this year. They don't they don't have to worry about this year because they they made their big trade this year. 
Um, and you have Minnesota there that may want to leapfrog Washington. Makes sense. So I've got um, Minnesota leapfrogging, trading up to number nine, only giving up like a fourth or something like that. Okay. Um, maybe even next year's fourth or third. I think if it's next year, maybe it's a third or something. Um, and, uh, well, they go with uh, um, Kyle Hamilton. Okay. And that makes sense to me. Um, so, Sorry, I'm doing this on the fly here. Yeah, so, you know. No, you're good. Uh, so Minnesota trades up, takes Kyle Hamilton at number nine. I have Seattle taking Charles Cross in my no trade draft. And that gets us to number 10 with the New York Jets. Um, now, I had the Jets take Iki Aquanu earlier on, and this is where they get the first corner off of my board, which is Ahmad Gardner, Sauce Gardner. As we already said, we think he's the best uh, corner in the draft. So I have them taking the corner help that they need at number 10 overall. Now, the thing I'm not addressing in this first-round draft for the Jets is wide receiver. We know they've been on on the hunt for a top-tier wide receiver. They've tried to trade for Hill. They've called about DK Metcalf. They're probably working on trying to get Debo. So there's a lot of talk there that I could see the Jets going wide receiver here. But since I took a, a tackle, I am taking Sauce Gardner at number 10. So it's six picks later, but we have them going to the same team. Yeah, and I just didn't feel comfortable enough with Sauce making it all the way to 10. I can understand that. and Not with so many picks, you know, six, seven, eight that could be traded and even nine. Uh, as we see here, yeah, like all three of the, uh, all four of those picks can be traded, and in fact, I, you know, I had a scenario earlier where they were going up to six or seven. I just didn't feel right with them going up to six and you know, giving back some of the capital for the Darnold trade. Yeah, um, so I have them going a little bit of a different route, getting a weapon for Zach. Um, they've been there. There's no. There's no secret they've tried to get, you know, like, I mean, whether it's DK Metcalf, Debo Samuel, or Tyreek. Ty Hill, right? You know, so, like, there, there's no secret on that. That's the reason why I could also see them moving up to six or seven um, and uh, taking the same player. But in this scenario, he gets to them at 10, and they actually go with Jamison Williams, although... There's a lot of rumors that, you know, Drake London, that kind of thing is, yeah. you know, it really depends on your board. But yeah, um, Drake London doesn't have breakaway speed. Jameson Williams does. Yeah, that's accurate. Um, and I think that was I think it was actually Drake London who answered that question, like who was the best receiver? And his response was, you can't really say there's a best receiver. We all have our different tool sets, you know, and I think that's what you're looking at here. And you have to say which one is the right one for our fit. And and because of their interest in guys like Debo Samuel and Tyreek Hill, yeah. it's probably Jamison Williams. All right, so that was number 10. So we got through the top 10. How are we feeling? Uh, we're good. Okay. I definitely feel like my no trades here has me reaching on a couple of players, especially like Karloftis. I don't think he's actually a top 10. But with that run of edge rushers, he and could go top ten, but I could also see him going in the twenties. Yeah, yeah, it's such a weird draft. Exactly. All right, so so now we've got Washington at number eleven, and this is where I have Derek Stingley Jr. coming off the board, getting some help defensively. I I don't think Washington would actually do this, but I think it's the right pick the way my board has fallen. And and I do think that they go 
I, I think we're we're kind of in the same. They need to go secondary, yeah. or 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 linebacker, right. or maybe uh, they offensive line, line. But yeah, they went linebacker last year in the first. And yeah, and that was not good. Um, are you ready to say that? Yeah, that 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 that's failed. I mean, yeah, I, I don't see them doing that. Um, you know, that's the reason why I also had. Uh, Minnesota jumping them for Kyle Hamilton. Which makes sense. Um, but instead, I have them going Trent McDuffie um, since Stingley is off the board already. I like this because Trent McDuffie has also been rumored as a favorite for the Eagles. And so if you're Washington and you take Trent McDuffie off the board, uh, you know, you're not only are getting a corner that you need, but you're keeping your rivals from getting one. That's why you're more handsome than I am. Well, it's part of it. <laughs> 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 all right so all right so now we're on the number 12 so i have minnesota picking here but you have um you have seattle picking here yeah yeah i have seattle picking here and um well, sorry i'm i'm gonna say that minnesota is taking kyle hamilton here because he fell you had them trading up to take kyle hamilton so we end up with him being on the same team it makes sense that they would be interested in him and now um, I have uh, Seattle actually going Evan Neal because he's still there. That makes sense. They have three tackles currently on their roster. I know this because you know their their quarterback. Yeah, is somebody I like. Yeah, um, but they're going to bring in competition for him, just not in the first round. Well, they should bring in competition. You should always have competition there, and he still needs to prove a lot. He he he's got. Uh, I mean. He's got a lot to prove. Like, yeah. but the thing is, is last year he wasn't even given the chance. So, last year I almost equate his situation to, well, uh, this year's situation for uh, Carolina. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because he, you know, they had to win or else they were going to get fired. And, and they, they were going to get fired anyhow. Yeah, well, and they, they did. They yeah. got fired. Yeah, because. They don't know how to win. Um, All right. So uh, then we jump to 13. I still have the Houston Texans picking at 13. You have Carolina? Carolina's there now. Okay. So I have Houston taking Jamison Williams because he's still on the board for me. He, he is my first wide receiver off the board. Um, I have them actually finally going to – golly, this is tough. I just did the wrong thing here. Um, I'm having to try to – retrace my board here okay <laughs> um but basically um it, it, this is the, that sweet spot you get in right before the mid-teens um so if you are going to go quarterback you go right here okay um this is really really tough but i really i find it very very hard to go kenny pickett i have to go malik willis okay is it hand size <laughs> no, I think you and I both no. agree that Malik Willis is the better prospect, but I'll let you explain. Sam Darnold's like the same age. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, are you really, you know, well, again, are you really getting better? Well, we know he did get better, right? Like we he saw, did. we saw a pretty big jump from year to year. So he, you could look at it one of two ways: is he peaking, or is he showing that he has the ability? Peaked. Is it, or he's is already he, peaked. Okay, but or is he showing the ability <laughs> to continue to grow? 
He's already peaked. Okay, and that's one way to look at it. Uh, yeah, it, it, you're yeah. probably right, but uh, no, I'm <laughs> I'm just um, I'm I'm blabbling. Um, yeah, I, you know, just personal opinion. I think he's already peaked. Like, I think he's gonna have a, a really long career in the NFL and as a backup, and he's gonna look great in that headset as a backup. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's just exactly like he's second round material, and yeah, okay. But you have that. We're talking about Kenny Pickett. That you have them taking Malik Willis. Yeah, um, I went back and forth actually between Desmond Ritter and this, and I was like, well, they could they could take Desmond here, but I, I think Willis is he's got the clear upside, uh, maybe not the same floor. Sure. But I mean, you you look at it and you you think about it, and you're like, well, there's a lot of you know, and I'm not a, a scout or anything or an analyst or anything, but there's a lot of people that do scout and do analyze and everything, and they get paid to do that. And they have him, you know, rated about the same as Trey Lance, who went number three, which is a little bit of an overpay, obviously, but a little bit, yeah. But I mean, he's he's that top five pick, you know, like, and that's the reason why I was like, I could see him going number two, you know, Willis going number two if well, there's been Detroit some talk about was, that completely you know it's a weird draft well i think if aiden hutchinson goes number one which he will uh then you would be looking at a situation where detroit maybe has to consider taking willis you're the worst uh or the best whatever you want to say all right so at 13 you have carolina taking uh malik willis and i have houston taking jameson williams so that gets us to 14 with baltimore and I have Baltimore getting help on the interior defensive line with Devontae Wyatt out of Georgia. And this is where I'm uh, uh, luckily I'm going off of what I'm, I've got in my head. Um, Baltimore needs a little bit of help and in, in multiple positions. With the top safeties gone, I don't see them going that. No. Um, well, there's a safety out there that I could consider them taking at 14, but I don't know they but would. I don't know if that's really best for their system, though. It may not be. Yeah. Um, I didn't think of that. I mean, he could. Yeah. He'll could go this high, I guess. But it, it is that's about his, his peak, though. Um, I see them actually going with Jordan Davis out of... Um, uh, Georgia, um, but just the other interior defensive lineman. Out of one of the other ones, right? It's like, but I mean, it, it, it's a big dude. Yeah, like I've seen and him that can move in person. Yeah, like, and I'm like, holy crap, that dude's a, like a tree stump. Yeah, and and he can move. Like that's the. Re- I actually think in some ways he's a little bit better than Trayvon Walker because he literally like just. He's a massive human being. Yeah. So, anyhow, uh, and and there's rumors also that Seattle really likes him too. So, uh, oh, okay. Uh, but I mean that it's tough to take a, a top ten interior lineman. It is, but if you believe he is a uh, game changer, then at number nine, then you can't you can't pass up on that if that's what you believe. You know. Okay. What, what do I believe? So that's interesting. So at 14, we both have Baltimore Ravens taking interior defensive lineman from Georgia, just a different one. Uh, so that gets us to the Philadelphia Eagles at 15. I think the Eagles need a wide receiver. I think Garrett Wilson is the best wide receiver on, uh, like in the draft, personally. That's a personal feeling. 
Um, and I have them taking him there at 15 overall. Sorry, I'm redoing my board here um, in between having to talk. So this <laughs> is not easy because yeah. um, I got three different boards up here. I could um, I could definitely see that this pick going a number of ways, but but um, Philadelphia. Um, where's some of my notes here? Uh, Philly, um, Kelly, man. Uh, maybe this is where I may be going out on a limb here. Um, cause I'm trying to f- figure out who's still available in my head here. So they could either go, um, No, I th- I, th- I think uh, I think they do this. Uh, they don't value um, linebackers in the first round, by the way. Um, the Eagles don't. They don't. Um, so I see them actually going wide receiver. Um, I think they actually end up going a little bit different route, and they go with like a Drake London. I could see that. I, I'll 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 stick with that. And yeah, I think there's a lot of. I, there's a pick your poison here at wide receiver in the first round, you know? Yeah. It's, it's definitely it. Yeah. And I like Wilson, but I don't like him that much. Okay. Fair enough. All right. So it's 16. Now we've got new Orleans. I've got the new Orleans saints. Um, they have a couple needs here. I actually have them going Trevor Penning offensive tackle out of Northern Iowa. I know that's a little bit high for you, but I also feel like with them picking at 19, Offensive line is the position they want to shore up before their next pick. Um, so, and I think Trevor Penning, when I was looking at this, I felt he was their best option at tackle. So, because you've got Neil is off the board, Iquano is off the board. This just made sense to me. Um, actually, I got them going Penning. <laughs> <laughs> so, whenever you said that, I like looked up because uh, I'm I'm trying to like redo my whole entire thing here um and it's it's hilarious i, well, we just, were, I was like okay well he, we were talking earlier and i talked about uh green bay taking penning later like in the 20s and that's why i was like no he's not gonna make it that far <laughs> you know what in my head i remember that as you saying he wouldn't oh uh, he yeah. would you know like that that was too early for him so that's yeah. my mistake yeah no it's it's okay um i'm actually somewhat caught up here too i think okay well i'm gonna do my best to get you back behind here. We're going to go to number 17 with the Los Angeles Chargers. I have them taking Jordan Davis, who you had the Ravens taking several picks before. So uh, and get that interior defensive line short up for them. What are you thinking? Ooh, um, they really, really, really need a right tackle. Okay. Um, but is there a good one at at 17? It's a little bit of a reach, um, that Raymond guy or whatever out of yeah. Central. That he's a Chippewa. Yeah. Um, which I've seen him play actually. It's a converted tight end. I saw him play this last season. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> he moves. Yeah. Well, you he's know, he yeah, was a tight exactly. end. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I I didn't like his run blocking per se, and I felt like he could get beat. I mean, he's a project guy. Yeah. Um, so I think maybe what they end up going and, and this, oh, man, 
that's it. I think he could be there later on in the draft. Exactly. And or they could move up and get him. And so I'm actually gonna change this up a little bit and um I'm actually gonna have them go in with a different Georgia defensive tackle. Devonta Wyatt. Devonta Wyatt. So you and I just switched those two guys. Yeah. Yeah. Same we teams. Just, <laughs> we we just did. Um, but you know, I mean it's yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, then at number 18, I have Philadelphia taking Trent McDuffie. As we kind of talked about earlier, this is a guy that's been kind of mocked to Philly a lot. Um, you had Trent McDuffie coming off earlier with Washington, right? Because um, we talked about how yes. uh, how they would be blocking yeah. Philly from getting it that still guy. Shows, um, it still shows it's weird because I keep on I'm doing this at the same time, and it's terrible. Yeah. But yeah, it shows the wrong person. But okay, we got it. Um, <laughs> keeping track in my head. <laughs> um, so, golly, this is this is where it starts getting really, really tough. Um, I almost want them to go. <laughs> this is terrible. Um, I almost want them to go um, with like a wide receiver, but man, they they pick way too many wide receivers in the first round that don't hit. And you, you already have them taking exactly. the receiver. But I thought even another one. But um, <laughs> Well, maybe that's why you take multiples is because you keep missing. So take a couple and see um, what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Um, I'm, this is where I'm going to kind of start. I'm really winging it, but I think maybe with all of the, the corners off the board, Booth Jr. is still there. Okay, yeah. I think... I think it's a little rich for me, but they need they do need to the help there. So they do. yeah. All right. So you have uh Philadelphia Eagles taking Andrew Booth Jr. out of Clemson, yeah? I'm probably gonna regret that. Well, you want the Eagles will though. Uh so then I have New Orleans at nineteen taking adding in a wide receiver and they're taking Drake London so that they can have somebody running slants on the other side of the field too. Um <laughs> it's so so hilarious. I don't want that to sound uh negative. I like Drake London uh, and I like Thomas as well. So. Yeah. I think they go a little bit of a different route which they've done in in the past. Um I think Garrett Wilson is the answer here cuz he's still on the board. I think that they they have to load up on offense. So they already got their tackle. Um, but you and I both think they're going wide receiver here. Yeah, like I mean, I think. Well, I mean, look at what, what happened last year. Like, does Michael Thomas even suit up for them anymore, or is he the same? Even you well, know, I think that's 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 kind of why I have them going at Drake London yeah. because he fits the replacement mold. Yeah, but he's not a route runner. Okay, good point. But, but I mean, it, it, again, it's just for me. It's at least Garrett Wilson. He runs some routes. Sure. And he's an Ohio State guy, and they like Ohio State guys down there. They do, and he he makes some nice catches. Okay, so we got the Saints taking a, a wide receiver. I said Drake London. You have Garrett Wilson, which is the opposite of what we had Philly doing earlier. So that gets us to number 20, Pittsburgh. Uh, I said this to you earlier. I don't know why. I just love this pick to Pittsburgh. But I have them taking Tyler Linderbaum, um, center out of Iowa, put him on the interior offensive line, and protect Mr. Trubisky. Um, 
which I don't know if you've seen this, but Mitch Trubisky's best wide receivers are the safeties in Baltimore. No, it was uh, not Baltimore. It was um, um, Tennessee, wasn't it? Could have been. Well, I thought it was Baltimore because it was a division rival. Divisional. I have no idea. I don't know. That's a video. You can go look it up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What, yeah. Who is that? Annie Alger. Annie Alger? Yeah. Yeah, she does some funny stuff. Sure. I'm just joking. <laughs> All right. So I have Pittsburgh taking Tyler Linderbaum at 20. And you say. Oh, man. Um, oh, man. Pittsburgh does their own thing. Sure. Um, there's so many holes. Um, they don't need a center. So I don't I don't see them going to Linderbaum. Yeah, you could play guard. He could. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're going to go guard, you probably should go Kenyon Green there. Or uh, Zion Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, or uh, put Green, uh, their current center, out at guard. Oh, you could do that. Um, I, I mean, so I could see that being an intriguing fit. Um, I don't really see them going. Golly, this is so hard. I almost want to get Desmond Ritter in here. I, well, I could see that. Um, I'm just going to go with it and hate myself later. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I, I, I originally actually had, and I'll just say it, I had Ritter going 32. Oh, okay. Um, but I, there's a couple of weeks ago, there was a lot of rumors about him going in the top 20. And so I just can't ignore it. Well, yeah. So, yeah. I, I, you're not the first person I've heard say that Ritter to Pittsburgh at 20. Like that, yeah. it makes sense. It, it makes a lot of sense. He's a seasoned veteran type college quarterback. Yeah. Mobile. They need a quarterback, even though they have Trubisky. Well, Trubisky's a good yeah. uh, bridge yeah. quarterback. I mean, he could yeah. he could do just fine in that position. If Willis makes it this far, he's the pick. No no doubt about it. I could agree with that. All right. So let's jump down to 21, New England Patriots. Um, I have them taking Kair Elam here, who I think is an underrated corner. I know you don't like Florida corners, but, um, but I think that's who we end up here with New England is Kair Elam. This is where it really, really starts yeah. getting interesting. Um, and you know what, Kair Elam. I'm just gonna say while you're while you're collecting some thoughts there, but Kair Elam to me could have been the number three corner in this class. Like I think I when I when we started the season, that's where I saw him, based off of all of the research I was doing about rating players for the for the draft classes. Kair Elam was a top five, like top three or four guy yeah and which school did he go to florida it's an sec team they play tough competition name the last florida corner that actually did well in the nfl is it cj henderson was he in florida yeah but he hasn't done that well he's doing okay <laughs> That's my point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, but who's he been playing for? Who? Uh, who? Wasn't he playing? Wasn't he in Jacksonville? He, was, he started out 
you know, in Jacksonville in the first several games, the first three weeks, yeah, like he was spot on, and then it just went downhill. But and then and then Urban Meyer took over. But and there was some mental stuff in the the back end of his, you know, like he's a Florida corner. Okay, yeah, but I'm not scouting the helmet, okay? <laughs> well, I, I, I'm definitely not scouting that helmet for a defensive back. Um, like, so having seen Florida play so many times, okay, they love athletes, right? Yeah. And they're really athletic back there. But I just can't get past well, how many of them. Maybe. They look good in college. They're Terrible pros. Well, look, here's the thing. You're taking him and you're put you're taking him and you're putting him with Bill Belichick. So he's gonna be well coached and they're gonna have videotape of every snap that the offense is gonna be calling. <laughs> <laughs> so he'll do just fine and doing it. So who do you have the Patriots taking to twenty one? Um, I have them going a little bit different route here. Um oh goodness gracious, I can't believe I'm gonna do this probably. Just double check the notes. <sighs> I can see them trading out here as well. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely, I, I should probably have them trade, but I'm having to do this on the fly, so I'm like, mm, nope. Um, I'm just deleting that out of my head. Um, this is a little bit of the same area. Um, I could almost see, like. Kansas City trading up with them, even. Oh, yeah. Do I actually do that? But who for? Who are they coming up to get? Um, Sorry, I'm hitting the table here. Um, Dax Hill. Interesting. Yeah. It's either that or... I'm giving my hand away here. <laughs> Watson will be there later. I don't think they trade up for Watson. Uh, but uh, with Green Bay at 22. Yeah, but you still got Olave on the board. Mm, yeah. Mm. Mm. I'm just. Uh, well, I'm a little higher on Olave than you are. My point is, like, you've got options at wide receiver. I'm just going to go oh. with it. I'm going to have um, Kansas City trading up to this. Because I just don't, I, I don't see, and are they so, giving up both twenty nine and thirty? No, oh no, okay, no, 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 no. they're only going to give up like a fourth or, or something like that. Like they're not going to give up much. Let me let me see what is here. I may have to resend this pick here. Uh, now, I'm I'm giving away my hand here too, but both of those players that you mentioned, I have them taking at twenty nine and thirty. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, and like, like uh, I'm an ingredient on that. Yeah, I just don't think that they they last. You know, there's there's enough there that I think Kansas City moving up and getting the guy that they want makes more sense. They have tons of draft capital right now, and I just feel like Kansas City is going to move up or move down. You know, like yeah. that kind of thing, and it it just Dax Hill. Um, Kansas City. All right, 21, Dax Hill, Kansas City. I can't believe I did that. Yeah, I'm a little surprised too, but hey, it makes sense. I wonder if the Patriots would 
draft Dax Hill there. And that's that's what I'm thinking. You know, it's like it's either the Patriots go that route or, you know, because you have you have Arizona, which needs defensive back help. You have um, uh, the Cowboys, which need possibly some defensive back help, um, especially with Joseph's situation or whatnot, that kind of thing. Yeah. And you you have obviously Buffalo, which needs some. Uh, interior defensive line, def- defensive back, and wide receiver. So, yeah, Kansas City, Dax Hill. Let's All right. It. Let's do it. All right, then. At 22, then, we've got the Green Bay Packers drafting. I have them going for a wide receiver here in the first round, and I have them taking Traylon Burks out of Arkansas. That's another guy that you have on the on the board that you don't need to necessarily trade up to get. Uh, yeah, you, you don't have to. Um uh, give me a second here to type this out here. It's a tough thing about doing this with an iPad Pro is I forget that I have the keyboard. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> and sometimes I forget that I have the touch screen. So, um, especially in moments. Um, well, I just did it beforehand and have it in the list. So, you know, you're not doing trades. Okay. That's, that's true. Um, Traylon Burks is really good. But this is actually I'm gonna have um, Chris Olave go in here. Fair enough. Um, I, I don't think that I'm gonna. You already had him going, so I, I do not have oh. him off the board yet. Um, I oh. have I have them taking Traylon Burks because I think he fits what they like in a wide receiver, and maybe they need to mix it up and get somebody like a Chris Olave. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. But we're in agreement. Green Bay should take a wide receiver in the first round. That takes us to Arizona at 23. And this is actually one of my favorite picks in the draft. And I don't know that, that Arizona needs this player, but I like this guy a lot. And this is, uh, I, don't, I think I'm saying this correct, Boye Mafe out of Minnesota. Yes, you actually are saying that correct. Uh, but I like him a lot since day one of me trying to put together a draft class. And actually, I remember putting him to, in a future draft class last year. He has always stood out to me as a guy that is going to be a steal somewhere. Um, I like the idea. They do need some help with Chandler Jones um, being, you know, out of there. But uh, I still have a guy on the board that's, that fits that mold, I think, a little bit better than Boye Mafe um, to a degree with their 3-4 that they run. Um, I'm going to have him go in George Karloftis. Okay, yeah. I mean, he, he's still there. You um, still have him, yeah. And this is where I think, you know, people are going to move up. You know, that 20 to 23, if he's still there, yeah, is a perfect prime spot for people moving up to, I mean, or he can go all the way to 28. Well, I think 23 is a, I think 23 is a much better pick than 8, where I had him coming yeah. off the board. I think I... And in my acting as GM for uh, for Atlanta, I panicked because all of the top edge rushers were off the board at that point. All right. So 24 is the Dallas Cowboys. I have them also going with an edge rusher here with Arnold Ebiketti out of Penn State. Good pick. You know, good good pick. No, thank you. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, That's why I picked it. <laughs> <laughs> okay um on that note um i actually 
I keep on thinking, you know, we're kind of going the same route um, of that linebacker type, you know, because he's going to be a stand-up edge rusher. Absolutely, sure. And then you move Parsons back inside a little bit. Or you can keep Parsons in that versatile role. So I'm actually, I think, I don't like this pick, but I think this one... Me. Oh, wait, no. I do like this pick. Okay. Okay, I'm going to change this all up. Quay Walker. Oh, out of Georgia. Okay. I, I forgot. He's not even in here. I'm like, wait a minute. He's going to be like my first interior. I'm, I'm like, he's going to be the first interior lineman, to, uh, uh, linebacker. linebacker to go. You know, yeah. I'm like, I he mean, could, he very well could he, I don't think he's there at 24. I think he can go as high as 12. Oh wow! Yeah, I mean, I have them like, yeah. What's our over under on uh, defensive players out of Georgia going in the first round? <laughs> uh, Is it like four and a half? <laughs> oh well, I, I don't know. Because we can, I think we we can think of like at least three. Well, I think Pickens there. may go. You think George Pickens is going to go I first round? I think Pickens may go in the first round. I don't think he's, he's going to go. He's got a lot of heat like coming out right now. Yeah, people aren't liking him. People aren't liking him right well, now. Well, they don't like his attitude. Yeah. But they like his, Okay. you know, the other. Okay, here's my hot take. George Pickens is the best wide receiver in the draft. No. <laughs> I love that immediate, that immediate, no. Look, that's my hot take. Um, it's hot for a reason. Well, that's because you picked him. You picked Pickens, I know. <laughs> I did take him in our man league, but yeah. I took him because I thought he is the best. Okay. But I like what you're doing there with Quay Walker to the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. I think that's fantastic. Uh, I have them taking Arnold Ibiketti. So then 25, we have Buffalo Bills. And I'm going interior defensive line with uh, Perion Winfrey out of Oklahoma which I think, you know, if they really need interior defensive line, I like that. Buffalo seems to be take, take, seems to take a defensive lineman every year in the first round. I'm a little tired of seeing that. I would like to see them change it up, but this was my, this was my pick. Yeah, they, I felt like they, in free agency or trades, they could have addressed that maybe a little bit better. Um, they run a little, bit, like, a little bit of a different scheme since they're a 4-3, which is actually abnormal this day, these days. Mo, mo, most of them run like hybrids, essentially, right? Yeah. Um, but I understand. I don't agree, but I get it. Sure. I mean, it's a need, sure. and Winfrey's pretty good. Yeah, Winfrey's not bad. But I think he's there in the early second round. But Probably. Prob- you know, and that that's... That's the only thing that I have. Um, it also depends on like how you how you rate interior defensive linemen and whether or not you think they ha- they want to go interior defensive line this high. Because if they feel that that's their best need and he's the third best on the list, then why would they not take him at that point? You know. So I don't know. Like you, you can look at you can say it's a reach, but like if they're not picking again until what like fifty. Yeah, yeah. So maybe, so maybe you take him there. So that's that's my reasoning. But what? Do you no, think? no, I, I I totally agree. But yeah, it's just difference. Um, yeah. I have them going offense actually on this. Okay, I'd like to see that. Um, and uh, I have them going Brees Hall. 
Interesting. Well, I've heard this before. I've heard just yeah. a couple commentators talking about. I them. think they're high on them, and and there's it's not necessarily like in big groups or anything like that, but you know, like Brees Hall, like they're they're pretty high on them, and they need they need to get support for Josh Allen. Yeah. Yeah, and you know their their other running backs aren't bad, but they maybe didn't yeah. really hit. Singleton's a, okay, but he's they really didn't hit with Moss. He's okay. Uh, he's a power only, and he's he's like yeah. one trick and situational guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. No, that makes sense. Who I should your, probably do more trades here? Is I? is Brees Hall the number one halfback on your board? <laughs> no, but I'm biased. I think I know who it is. All right, so number 26, Tennessee Titans. Uh, I'm going to tell you who I chose, but I'm going to tell you first that I think this was a mistake. Tennessee is taking Devin Lloyd at 26, linebacker out of Utah. I think they need that linebacker help. I think there's a lot of people that might say that Devin Lloyd could be one of the top linebackers. I uh, agree with you. I think Quay Walker might be a, a bigger impact player, and he's available for me on my board, so I wish I had thought of that before and taken him here. But but I think it's, it's Devin Lloyd to Utah, uh, out of Utah to Tennessee at 26. That's, that's a good pick. Yeah. Good that's job. A, thank, yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you keep saying that. I'm not sure if you're making No, I actually yeah. like Devin Lloyd. Um, like, he's, I think he can cover, you know, like, he's really good at coverage. He can also, like, I could see him even going to uh, Dallas, but, yeah, you know, like, the medical concerns, I guess. Again, we don't know what to smoke. Um, I like him more than Dean. I, I'm not a big Dean fan, but anyhow. I like Dean. Um, um, but Dean is a bit small. bit small, and um, he was behind that defensive line. Yeah. True. Yeah, I mean. Just it, don't trust that. Yeah, I think, though, like he looks like he is processing out there at a different level. I think he is a pretty fantastic player. I try not to get caught up. Like, I know traits are important, but I try not to get caught up in the undersized, oversized type stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, so I, I do like N'Kobe Dean, but maybe long term, I don't think he's your best linebacker in the draft. Um. So I've got uh, Litterbaum going here. Okay, it makes sense to me. They can just move him over to guard. Yeah. And you, you got Jensen there, but... He's going to retire. Yeah. Well, I mean, he came back essentially from retirement. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, uh, you know, yeah, uh, this is, I can't believe he's still on the board. I don't think that he makes it this far. I feel, though, if you're moving um, him out of center, I think he's a natural center. I think if you're moving him out of yeah. center, you're better off taking a guard, a natural guard. Yeah, and, and I, I was actually thinking almost Zion Johnson, but eh, I didn't I didn't do it. Yeah. Okay, 27, Tampa Bay. This is where I have Chris Olave coming off the board out of Ohio State. That He goes to Tampa Bay where he's joining an already incredibly talented team. This oh, is, wait. I thought we were on Tampa Bay. We just did Tennessee. Dang it. No, that's Traylon Burks. My bad. Oh, you had, oh okay. You had Tennessee taking Traylon Burks. Yeah, I was talking about Ryan Jensen and... You know, the center for, yeah, sorry. You know, I almost said, said something about that no, because I started I, thinking, no. I was like, I thought that no, was. No, uh, I'm, I'm so, I screwed, well, I'm, I actually got ahead. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I'll shut up now. I'm not as good with remembering where players are and their names anymore, but 
that, yeah. So Tampa Bay, I have them taking Chris Olave. You've already explained why they would take Tyler Linderbaum if he's available there. Mm-hmm. Packers are picking at 28. I have them going with edge help. Best edge uh, I have on the board at this point is Logan Hall out of Houston. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, this is where it becomes interesting for me. Um, I'm going to have them go a little bit of a... How do you pronounce his name? Uh, oh, wait, he's... There's so many good players still here. There's a lot of there's a it's a it feels like a deep class. Like none of these guys are maybe necessarily. You're not saying oh they're look at all these future Hall of Famers, but you have a lot of guys that you feel like could make a difference early on and play. I already had them going Chris Olave. Ah, you know they could do that. You know what? Um, I'm just going to roll with this and kind of figure it out. Um, see, I, I have them either getting like an edge or um, an offensive lineman. But I'm going to have them go offensive lineman here. Um, I'm going to actually have them go with Kenyon Green. Okay. I like it. You know, sorry that I'm taking so long. But no. I uh, realized... Now, I do not have Kenyon Green going in the first round, but I feel like I should. He's good. Yeah. I've seen him play. You know, like he's not a he's not a tackle. He can he's serviceable out there. He's an interior guy. You, you could plug him in at right guard. Yeah. You know, and and be good. Okay. So I have Kansas City now at twenty nine and thirty, which I've already kind of given up. Christian Watson out of North Dakota State at twenty nine. Daxton Hill out of Michigan at thirty. You're getting that uh, additional wide receiver in your wide receiver room, and you're getting uh, a safety out back there to to take over for Tyron Mathow. Um, And uh, Mathow? Is this Walter Tyron Mathow? (laughs) We're we're not. Actually, I guess it could be pronounced Matthew. It is Matthew, yeah. But I always want to pronounce it Mathow when I look at it. Uh, honey badger. Yeah, honey badger. Yeah. They get did they get rid of their other safety who couldn't tackle anybody? <laughs> yes, Sorensen. Yeah, so uh, who couldn't cover anybody? That's he could what, tackle. He could tackle. He could. Um, yeah, he's in New Orleans now. Um, oh, good luck uh, with that. Yeah, good luck with that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I had them going Dax Hill um, at twenty one. Um, I, I feel like he's a, a chess piece. Like sure. Um, uh, Tyler Mathau. <laughs> Ty- Tyron. Yeah, I'm just I'm doing that on purpose. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but I actually um I really like Christian Watson. Like I could see them moving up to 21 for Christian Watson. Yeah, I I like um, him better than some of these other guys like Sky Moore and uh, Calvin Austin and um, his size, man. Yeah, and and he just pushes guys off. So he, he reminds me of like a faster version of Travis Kelsey. 
Yeah. And not quite, you know, the bulk or anything like that. But, I mean, he'll... And, again, competition is a thing, so he's a little bit of a project. But, you know, like, that that's a perfect... Like, you, you got got rid of Tyreek Hill. You got Christian Watson there. Yeah. You know, um, he may be available in the second, though, but we'll see. Um, that's 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 where I'm going. Okay. And then you should have New England picking, yeah? Dang it. I, I, I flipped that again. Sorry. 29 was actually New England. Okay. Not, uh, so I had them training to 29. I mean, they could go 29-30. Um, I have them going Zion Johnson. Into Man. your guard. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he could play tackle. He could play guard. He could play center. I, he's just going to stay there. He's just going to move over from Cranbridge down a little bit closer to Rhode Island, and <laughs> you're good. Yeah, that makes sense. Actually, yeah. I it's like not it. not Cambridge, but anyhow. Yeah. I think that's a smart pick. That's, that's Harvard. My bad. Whatever. Boston College is in Boston. Well, it's South Boston. Well, it's not even South Boston. It's but South Boston, yeah, it's, it's, it's still Boston. Yeah. Right. Uh, all right. So 31, we got the Bengals. I've got the Bengals taking Zion Johnson here out of Boston College. Good pick. I mean, it was it was that interior offensive line that cost them the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, um, it, it, it did. It did. Um, I should have kept that there for them. But it was it was too enticing. Yeah, was it was it interior offensive line play that cost them the Super Bowl, or was it? The, it was backups. So um, or was it the referees not calling that offside? Oh my gosh! All game. <laughs> um, geez. Um, really good. Uh, I I can't even now. Um, well, we're I'm gonna need you to start evening and uh, yeah. Cincinnati Bengals thirty-one. Who you got? We're going to change this up maybe a little bit. Um, I feel like they need, they really need offensive line. I like Tyler Smith. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I like, hmm. I really like Chris Paul out of Tulsa in a guard position. Another player that uh, Tim had in the draft in our yeah. bed yeah. thing, and sadly, I know that. Um, but yeah, because you wanted him. <laughs> uh, well, I I was confusing him with Tyler Smith. Oh yeah, ironically. Um, <laughs> um, I think what they may be able to do is kick him inside. Right off the bat, he's raw as hell, though. Yeah, but he's he's pretty mean. Yeah, but I mean that's kick him inside to guard. Yeah, well, that's a good pick. Yeah, I'll, I'll just go with it. I'm gonna roll with it. He's probably a second rounder, but they need like now you're picking at 31. You're yeah. practically picking. In the they round. they probably end up moving up or or whatnot to try to get like either Green or Johnson, but or Linderbaum. They could. But, yeah. All right, so that gives us a 32 with the Detroit Lions. And this is where I have my second quarterback coming off the board with Malik Willis going to Detroit. And no matter how many times I've looked at this, I can't get more than two quarterbacks off the board. 
I know that's not how it's going to play out. That's just the way I'm, you know, so there are, I have a lot of guys in here that I don't think are going to go in the first round. There's a lot of guys that I think should have gone that didn't after I was done, but I'm just looking at it pick by pick. And this is what I ended up with. I think they're going to wait on quarterback. You think so? I don't know. In my draft, they're going to. <laughs> well, in your draft, they have to because the top yeah. guys have already been picked. Yeah. Um, so I actually have them going a little bit out out of the box here um, and kind of getting somebody that um, would would help them out long term. Um, I'm going to have them go Ajabo. Yeah. Interesting. I, I Yeah, I, I had to. Um, so they're taking. So you have them taking both Michigan. Why not edge rushers? And if he's there, I mean, come on. Like so. Well, they, they're picking again in two spots. Exactly. But that's why I say wait till he's there in two spots. Well, he may not be there in two spots. <laughs> <laughs> right, but what something else you might need may not be there in two spots. No, fair you, enough. You got you got one pick. Okay, so. Of the of the players that are still available, well, let me try to look at this here. Um, uh, our cat uh, Maggie is around. I mean, you still have Boye Mafe on my board, yeah. Which I just don't. Uh, I I almost had him going to Cincinnati, but they need an offensive lineman. That's tough. Um, it, this is that's this is the reason why it's so tough. Um, but uh, uh, or he could go to Green Bay. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm done. I, I'm spent. My brain is just whew. okay. Uh, the last two days, all I'm doing is just like how many trades. Like, if you notice, I didn't have any trades, but there's going to be trades, especially in that back half of the like yeah. that back of the the first round. Golly, there's going to be trades. Like that's that's really the sweet spot. Typically, every year is you know that 24 on. Yeah. So yeah, all right. Well, that's that's you and me going through the top thirty-two picks. You had some trades. I had no trades. Kind of going through there. Should have had more trades. I want to mention too that I did mine using the DraftNetwork.com. You did yours using PFF. Yeah, which I'm not a fan of their rankings, but yeah, that's like, the reason why I'm scrolling through. And I like Draft Network's rankings better. Yeah, they also have players listed at different positions. Yeah. Here's a here's look. I don't like a website that grades college players as the position they project them to play. I want them to grade them as the position they played, and then tell me if they could potentially play another position. A lot of times, maybe with the exception of like guards and tackles, but like I don't want to see Daxton Hill as a corner. Yeah, he's he's a slot safety, right? <laughs> right like let's just call him that like call it's him a, ed yeah. you know like edges do you want to call him nickel maybe yeah but like but he's a safety yeah that, i mean that's what he played and yeah. just because he you know he's a chess piece yeah in the secondary right so regardless so, but but these were the resources secondary. yeah <laughs> oh sorry that's for effect that was good uh <laughs> So those are the resources we use, PFF and Draft Network, um, and we both use those for free. So if you ever yeah. want to go do a mock draft, maybe you have a little time before the draft starts, you can go ahead and do that. You can even save yours. So like that's what my I did was I had a, a saved one here. Um, 
with the most recent one. I did this last night um, as my most recent mock draft. Um, and then you did yours. You had some of yours done in advance and then just kind of did it on the fly there. The uh, I, I finally winged it a little bit. Like I had done several of them. But, like, I mean, there's just so much that's going through my head at any given moment. And you could probably tell during this recording, I'm just like, well, what if, what if, what if, what if, yeah. you know, I'm just sitting there going. Like, there's going to be more, especially in the 20s, I think there's going to be more trades than what I really foresaw there. Um, it, it's it's an exercise. Yeah. None of it's going to be exact. This is for fun. If I get this exact, I should have bet on it. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I think regardless of what you decided, what players you took, you always had to do one thing. I'm going to do what's best for the team. Except Jacksonville. (laughs) 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 Okay. So, all right. So that is our mock draft. Um, We're going to call it right here, but today is a special day. We're hanging out all weekend. We're going to probably do some more content, do a few more recordings and post them as days go on. Um, Just, we're just going to be having fun while we're doing that. Yeah. I'm hoping maybe a recap of, you know, what we thought of the first round that we may record tomorrow and get some reactions. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, I'm just, I'm excited to just be able to socially have fun. Yeah. Hang out. You know, this is fun. We just want to share some of our fun and some content. So there will be a little bit, not a ton. We're not going to be live streaming everything we're doing here. That's not us. Uh, but we're going to get this out. We may have a little bit more fun content later with some uh, with some potential guests. And uh, uh, we're just going to try to enjoy the draft. I do think it's important for us to state. We kind of stated this a little bit throughout the mock draft. And we've talked about this all the time. Uh, but we are not scouts. And we are not even YouTube content creators that think we're scouts. We are simply guys trying to have fun and enjoy the yeah. experience. And we have opinions. Your opinions may differ and your opinions are valid and that's okay. Yeah. It's it's like doing your, your final, you know, your uh, March Madness bracket, bracket or something like that. Yeah. Like a lot of, like a lot of people do that. You know, a lot, a lot of people, you know, I enjoy this. Like, yeah, there's so many different routes that my brain are going, but yeah, you know, I've never claim to be a scout even though that would be pretty awesome if i was hey that would be cool you know but i'm not qualified i'll be the first one to tell that yeah well (laughs) nate this has been fun we're gonna go ahead and call it here is there anything you'd like to say um happy happy uh sunny weaver junior day play a game chad (laughs) 